You know, the past couple of days have been wonderful for me. We've had some great guests, and there's plenty more. And as a matter of fact, right now, oh, yeah, I'm taking off my neck collar. You know how it goes. Some days, it just, it's too much to hold up your head. <laughs> it's not that I have a big head. Well, I guess I do, but I just... You know, it just hurts. It hurts to hold up your head. And I'm trying to stand in position. And I'm, you know, trying to get my ground here. You know, my kinesthesia going. And I just decided sometimes you have to do the neck collar when you don't want to. You have to do the hip belt when you don't want to. And right now, I'm battling because... Oh, by the way, we've got some great interviews coming up. Uh, we're going to be interviewing Lynn from Norway. I'm not even going to attempt to say her names. So I'm going to wait till she's here with us. But we do have some great interviews coming up. And again, if you are a loved one of a zebra, would love to hear from you. And we did. I went ahead. Oh, my goodness. Remember I told you. I said, I am not. <laughs> I don't know. It's not possible. But hopefully, you know, my husband or something might do a support group. He just said he didn't have the time, so I slept on it, and I woke up, and I started a, a group uh, for support, for zebra support. It is called the Other Zebra Group Support. So I refer to the other individual that doesn't have the zebra, your spouse, your loved one, your mother, your father. They're the other zebra, and they, like you, need support as well. So I have another page under my belt, the very person that can't stand Facebook, that's me. So we have another page. And today I, after what happened the other day, I had a little incident. I went to my fasciologist and I felt this adhesion, this bound, this this adhesion underneath my armpit and I, I knew it was there it's been there and it was right next to my to my breastbone I, I not my breastbone but down by your bosom right underneath your arm on the outside and I knew it was something that needed to come out and as soon as it came out I felt my whole left side just stop just relax it had been like a rubber band was pulling at me. Well, remember I've told you, as you have fascial adhesions released, you start feeling the other ones more prominently. Now, I have had no pain whatsoever on my right side. It's always been my right side. Love you, love bug. And my son just walked by. And I have had no pain on my right side. It's been on my left. Well, the pain on my right side right now is excruciating. And I reached up under my armpit and I felt it. And I did it for the Fascinating AWA Zebra group page to show you what it looks like because you can actually see this adhesion under my arm. And as I'm trying to walk, it's throwing me off balance because my right side is so much tighter. I feel like I have a tight rubber band on my right side pulling me up and my left side is now fully relaxed and pain-free. It is very awkward feeling, but I would rather be feeling this than that all over chronic 
body pain that I have been feeling that I know you feel. And it's a miserable feeling not to be able to pinpoint where the pain is coming from. Now, it's a bitch, excuse my language, to be able to tell you behind you know, on my leg all the way down from my right butt cheek down to my ankle. I feel nothing but pain. I feel, love you, son. I feel like somebody is stabbing me on the right side. My, I mean, it's, it's excruciating. It's just something like, man, this really hurts. And I was like, I I just need to push through. I'm going to do, do fine. I've got an eye appointment. I've got it. My eyes are forever dry. Do you have that problem with your tear ducts? That mine are so messed up that I don't have any wetness in my eyes. That's what she said. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But I have no moisture in my eyes. So I needed to get the tear ducts. And then I went and I spoke with a gentleman uh, that is going to help me. Because I told you we're going to have a website and I'm trying to figure out how to make it nonprofit, uh, so we can, you know, I can share with you what I've learned because I'm trying to do the personal training thing and trying to do this. And I was like, everything is going up. I feel it. Everything is going up. And, and just when you start feeling like everything is going up, then you just kind of get hit. Something happens and it affects us in a way that you just could never imagine and it is deep inside of our fashion now, I am getting to a point here now y'all know the situation I've had with you know I, I haven't kept up with my mother or my father and you know different reasons they're divorced and my in-laws that's a whole nother story but my my mother-in-law it's her choice <laughs> That's her choice. So, uh, and my my father-in-law, he's a wonderful man, but we hear him by telephone, and that's about it. So, I've always told my son, no matter what my relationship is with any of my family members, if you ever want to meet any of them, you tell me, and I will honor your wishes, and I will make that phone call. Because he's he's my priority. He's my number one. I'll do anything for that child. And he said, Mom, I had just gotten the major release on my left side. Hadn't quite felt the tightness on my right side yet because I was overwhelmed with how pain-free I was on the left side. And my son said, Mom, you know, I want I, I want to meet my grandma and my grandfather. I'm I'm ready to do that. And I said, okay. Let me see if I, you know, I'll, I'll get numbers. Let me make the call. So I pick up my phone and I open it and I put in my dad's name and it comes up his obituary. My, uh, sorry, my dad just died, and I found out in the paper 
and I felt like I had failed my son because he never got an opportunity to meet him. And I really was so proud of my son. I thought my dad might not have been proud of me and maybe didn't want much to do with me, but he'll want to see my son. And I always just thought it was a matter of time. And, you know, things would come around and, you know, he'd get to see my dad and that's never going to happen now. But my body felt relaxed in a way that is hard to explain. But I think there was so much emotions in my body over my father over the years. And I bring this up because it's very true and it's scientific proof. It is documented that because our fascia makes up such a large part of our physical being, it is also the primary source for storing our emotions. Now, our bodies hold this information below the conscious level, and that's as a protective mechanism, and it becomes a state, it kind of becomes positioned, a, a, a state or position dependent, meaning that your body just kind of gets stuck, and so that, oh well, I don't need them kind of attitude, and, and, and all of that just went away, I no longer had that angst in my body, and I'm not happy he's gone, I'm truly not, I, I really wanted my son to meet him, but I felt and understood how much stress my body held in my fascia. And that's what's so aggravating. When you see the doctors, where's one thing they tell you? Oh, you're stressed. You're just stressed. And if, you know, you just release that stress, everything will be fine. Don't you just want to slap that doctor? I sure as hell did. Especially the one that dislocated my knee. Of course. But they don't explain it to you that it's in your fascia. Because they don't even understand it. So if you were there and you're living in pain and you're feeling all of this angst, I, I, I can only tell you, like I said, this is all from the patient's perspective. I felt what it was like for just to let go for the first time and my body just I just, it, I could just feel like deep inside the fascia just kind of release. Like, now, I still have adhesions, and I still have that major one in my armpit, and it's going down, and it's causing pain. But I understand now how the stress plays a part in making our fascia worse. But having a doctor tell you, oh, you're just overstressed. Well, of course, I've got to pay the bills. I've got to find the money. I've got to get the children to work. I've got to keep track of this schedule and that schedule. Of course, you're stressed. 
but there's a deeper level of stress. And it's not something that you need to go to therapy for. I mean, maybe you do. If you do, that's fine. But there was no therapy that was going to release the stress that left my body when I found out that my father had passed away. There's just some stress you can't release because you don't know it's there. I never would have gone to a therapist and brought this up, and I would have pushed him away if he had said, oh, you're stressed because your father did it. Well, please. But I just felt something in my body. So if you're out there and you're super stressed and you're just not feeling right and you can't get those adhesions out or you you just feel so bound tight, just give yourself a little breather. Now, I'm really excited because I picked up the phone and I called my mom. I talked to my mom for the first time in 15 years. And it was like we hadn't missed a beat. And that was a real nice conversation. And we've had a couple since. And she's coming over this weekend. And I'm real excited. Because I want her. I want her to see her grandson. I'm real proud of him. But things happen in life for a reason. It's just like. I got this illness for a reason. Not quite sure why. And I wonder. I'm trying to find out because I did. I got to find out from my mom. She does have high blood pressure. My father did have high blood pressure. There are things about my family that I don't know that I can now get answers for. Because I found out that my father died from a a lengthy illness. And I wonder what that illness was. Because I really believe that this disease came from his side of the body, uh, well, his side of the family. But I have nobody to ask. And that's kind of a bummer. That's why I have the podcast. I'm trying to share with you so that you can maybe find something in what I say to maybe help you fix something that's wrong just like I said the armpit feel up under your arms I'm not trying to be gross and keep focusing on the armpit but I was amazed let me tell you I was totally amazed I have been so bound on my left side and my right side as well but I did never felt it on the right and it was on the left and now in my armpit you actually, there's an indentation where before there was this mound of fascia that was bound that I didn't know was there. And when you go on the right side, I feel the knot. And I'm working like crazy to try to get rid of it because once it's gone, I'm going to feel that release as well. So remember, your fascia holds emotions. There's emotions that you don't even know you're having held up in there. Not just the obvious ones that you know about. Ooh, and one more thing before I go. Axel Bolin has given me a go-ahead for the interview. And we'll be interviewing him March 29th. And that should be aired, I guess, March 30th. So I'm really excited. And I thank you for listening today. 
I really appreciate you taking the time. And I want you to please to remember, work on your fascia before it stops working for you. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day.